Wide Web has long been host to copied and pasted stories of an apocryphal nature. These stories came to be known as Copybusta, and then the creepy variant emerged. Welcome to Creepypodsta, the Creepypasta podcast. recording now and it's the episode this is welcome to our 100th episode extravaganza and by extravaganza what i mean is i had a lot of trouble figuring out what would be appropriate for episode 100 so i uh i just hired judd and phil it's going to be only the opening monologue judd and phil are here to just make uh crowd and fireworks sound effects behind the opening monologue (laughs) <laughs> and then after about 100 seconds, the episode will be over, and that's your 100th episode. I, uh, I, no. <laughs> I just can't believe that you've been doing this show for 100 years. That's just crazy to me. Yep. I also can't believe that you hired me, you said. <laughs> you, uh, it's paid for this? more of an internship. Neither can your bank account, Phil. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. Uh, what we're actually doing for the 100th episode is we're going to read um, Jeff the Killer uh, to you audience and it's very bad and we're going to try not to crack or mess up um i had someone suggest that we take a shot every time we mess up and judd agreed to this but i don't know if phil agreed to this i don't i'll uh uh... (laughs) i guess you better not mess up how can i I worm my way out of this one i'm the actor so it shouldn't be too hard (laughs) all right well um we'll give it a shot here we're we have uh, in case this story is not uh, long enough, because I discovered it was not as long as I thought it was. I thought it was, like, my immortal length, that it was just this, like, huge epic, but it's not. It's just, like, a, according to creepypasta.com, a 15-minute read. Um, but I have a list of a bunch of them here, a bunch of Jeff the Killer stories. We'll start with the original, um... And I guess I'll start out and we'll just go paragraph breaks. Uh, we'll go, um, I was going to say clockwise or counterclockwise, but we're not in a real space, so that's not. Um, it'll Clock- go clockwise around the internet. Me and then Judd and then Phil, and we'll rotate every, par- every uh, paragraph break. Uh, so, Sounds good. So I'll start. Excerpt from a local newspaper. Ominous unknown killer is still at large. After weeks of unexplained murders, the ominous unknown killer is still on the rise. (laughs) After little evidence has been found, a young boy states that he survived one of the killer's attacks and bravely tells his story. Repetition. I had a bad dream, and I woke up in the middle of the night, says the boy. I saw that for some reason the window was open, even though I remember it being closed before I went to bed. I got up and shut it once more. Afterwards, I simply crawled under my covers and tried to get back to sleep. That's when I had a strange feeling, like someone was watching me. I looked up and nearly jumped out of my bed. There, in the little ray of light, illuminating from between my curtains, were a pair of two eyes. These weren't regular eyes. They were dark, ominous eyes. They were bordered in black and just plain out terrified me. That's when I saw his mouth, the long, horrendous smile that made every hair on my body stand up. The figure stood there, watching me. Finally, 
After what seemed like forever, he said it. A simple phrase, but said in a way only a madman could speak. How, how old is Phil, this? Phil, you started out with a little boy voice, and you ended with like a, in a world where He said, go to sleep. I let out a scream, and that's what sent him at me. He pulled up a knife, aiming at my heart. He jumped on top of my bed. I fought him back. I kicked, I punched, I rolled around, trying to knock him off me. That's when my dad busted in. The man threw the knife. It went into my dad's shoulder. The man probably would have finished him off if one of the neighbors hadn't alerted the police. They drove into the parking lot and ran towards the door. The man turned and ran down the hallway. I I heard a smash, like glass breaking. As I came out of my room, I saw the window that was pointing to the back of my house was broken. I looked out to see him vanish into the distance. I can tell you one thing. I will never forget that face. Those cold, evil eyes and that psychotic smile. They will never leave my head. The police got there instantly and how did the neighbors know? (laughs) Oh my god. Police are still on the look for this man. If you see anyone that fits the description in this story, please contact your local police department. Jeff and his family had just moved into a new neighborhood. Oh, okay. Oh, totally. That's we're just nice, gonna cut. That's great. We're just gonna cut away to a different thing now. <laughs> his dad had gotten a promotion I'm, I'm, at work. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> I'm glad had, to hear that for you, Jeff. I'm very excited for you. <laughs> they thought it would be best to live in one of those fancy neighborhoods. Just thought. <laughs> Jeff and his brother Lou White Okay Jeff and then his brother Who's Chinese Yeah I guess guess. Um, He's adopted you know maybe Yeah I guess they like didn't rename Their adopted baby or Jeff is adopted And then it didn't rename him Uh, Lou couldn't complain though Uh, A new better house What was not to love As they were getting unpacked One of their neighbors came by Hello she said I'm Barbara. I live across the no, street Judd, from you. No, Judd, 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 do a voice. <laughs> Character voices. Oh. <clears throat> Hello, she said. I'm Barbara. I live across the street from you. Well, I just wanted to introduce myself and to introduce my son. She turns around and calls her son over. Billy, these are our new neighbors. Billy said hi and ran back to play in his yard. Well, said Jeff's mom. I'm Margaret, and this is my husband, Peter, and my two sons, Jeff and Lou. They each introduced themselves, and then Barbara invited them to her son's birthday. Jeff and his brother were about to object when their mother said that they would love to. When Jeff and his family are done packing, Jeff went up to his mom. Mom, why would you invite us to some kid's party if you haven't noticed? (laughs) I'm not some dumb kid. Jeff? said his mother. We just moved here. We should show that we want to spend time with our neighbors. Now we're going to the party and that's final. Jeff started to talk, but stopped himself. Uh, uh, What? I started to talk and then stopped myself. Oh. (laughs) 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 Knowing that he couldn't do anything. Whenever his mom said something, it was final. He walked up to his room and plopped down on the bed. He sat there looking at his ceiling when suddenly... He got a weird feeling. Why? What's Not so up much, with that internal rhyme? <laughs> Not so much of pain, but a weird feeling. <laughs> it was a mash. 
It's a monster match. He dismissed it as just some random feeling. (laughs) He heard his mother call him down to get his stuff, and he walked down to get it. The next day, Jeff walked downstairs to get breakfast and got ready for school. As he sat there, eating his breakfast, he once again got that feeling. This time it was stronger. It gave him a slight tugging pain, but once again he dismissed it. As he and Lou finished breakfast, they walked down to the bus stop. They sat there waiting for the bus, and then, all of a sudden, some kid on a skateboard jumped over them, only inches (laughs) above their laps. They both jumped back in surprise. Hey, what the hell? (laughs) The kid landed and turned back to them. He kicked his skateboard up and caught it with his hands. The kid seems to be about 12, or I guess we're in the present tense now, one year younger than Jeff. He wore an Aeropostale t-shirt and ripped blue jeans, just so that we don't date the story entirely. (laughs) Well, well, well. It looks like we got some new meat, said Roger Klotz. (laughs) Hey, funny. (laughs) (laughs) Suddenly, two other kids appeared. One was super skinny, and the other was huge. (laughs) Well... Since you're new here, I'd like to introduce ourselves. <laughs> over there is Keith. Jeff and Lou looked over to the skinny kid. He had a dopey face that you would expect a sidekick to have. And he's Troy. They looked over at the fat kid. No. Talk about a tub of lard. <laughs> Talk about a tub oh. of lard. This kid looked like he hadn't exercised since he was crawling. <laughs> Bul- bulk and skull over here. And I, said the first kid, am Randy. (laughs) Now for all the kids in this neighborhood, there's a small price for bus fare, if you catch my drift. It's pretty Lou stood up, ready to punch the lights out of the kid's eyes, (laughs) when one of his friends pulled a knife on him. Tisk tisk tisk. I had hoped you'd be more cooperative. (laughs) But it seems (laughs) this kid is twelve. But it seems we must do this the hard way. The kid walked up to Lou and took his wallet out of his pocket. Jeff got that feeling again. Now it was truly strong, a burning sensation. He stood up, but Lou gestured him to sit down. Jeff ignored him and walked up to the kid. Listen here, you little punk. Give back my bro's wallet or else. Randy put the wallet in his pocket and pulled out his own knife. I I, I get all the short lines. This rules. (laughs) Oh? And what'll you do? Just as he finished his sentence, Jeff popped the kid in the nose. As Randy reached for his face, Jeff grabbed the kid's wrist and broke it. Randy screamed, and Jeff grabbed the knife from his hand. Troy and Keith rushed Jeff, but Jeff was too quick. He threw Randy to the ground. Keith lashed out at him, but Jeff ducked and stabbed him in the arm. Keith dropped his knife and fell to the ground, screaming. Troy rushed him, too. But Jeff didn't even need the knife. He just punched Troy straight in the stomach, and Troy went down. As he fell, he puked all over. <laughs> Lou could do nothing but look in amazement at Jeff. That's great. Jeff, how'd you... Was all that he said. They saw the bus coming, and they knew they'd be blamed for the whole thing. So they started running as fast as they could. As they ran, they looked back and saw the bus driver rushing over to Randy and the others. As Jeff and Lou made it to school, they didn't dare tell what happened. All they did was sit and listen. 
Lou just thought of that as his brother. Lou just, uh, I guess here's where I take it. <laughs> Lou, <laughs> Lou just thought of that as his brother beating up a few kids, but Jeff knew it was more. It was something scary. As he stood over as Troy got- <laughs> saying, Oh my, oh, almost in there. <laughs> All they did was sit and listen. Lou just thought of that as his brother beating. Oh, whoops. Fuck. <laughs> oh, uh, double shot. Where was that? Double shot. I'm, dr- I'm really drunk now. <laughs> as he got that feeling, he felt how powerful it was the urge to just hurt someone. He didn't like how it sounded, but he couldn't help feeling happy. He felt that strange feeling go away and stay away for the entire day of school. Even as he walked home, due to the whole thing near the bus stop, and how now he probably wouldn't be taking the bus anymore, he felt happy. When he got home, his parents asked him how his day was, and he said, in a somewhat ominous voice, It was a wonderful day. (laughs) (laughs) Next morning... He Next said, morning, like a total a knock at his front door. <laughs> <laughs> he walked down to find two police officers at the door, his mother looking back at him with an angry look. Jeff, these officers tell me that you attacked three kids, that it wasn't regular fighting, and that they were stabbed. Stabbed, son. <laughs> Jeff's gay. <laughs> stabbed, fell- son. Jeff's gaze fell to the floor, showing his mother that it was true. Mom, they were the ones that pulled the knives on me and Lou. Son, said one of the cops, we found three kids, two stabbed, one having a bruise on his stomach, and we have witnesses proving that you fled the scene. Now what does that tell us? Jeff knew it was no use. He could say him and Lou had been attacked, but there was no proof it wasn't them who attacked first. They could say that they weren't fleeing. Oh, they couldn't say. But, oh, another shot. I'm so drunk. Double, double they couldn't enough. say that they weren't fleeing. Because truth be told, they were. So Jeff couldn't defend himself or Lou. Son, call down your brother. Jeff couldn't do it, since it was him who beat up all the kids. Sir, it. it was me. I was the one who beat up the kids. Lou tried to hold me back, but he couldn't stop me. The cop looked at his partner, and they both nod. Well, kid, looks like a year in juvie. <laughs> this is like the Judge Dredd universe where the cops just hand out sentences. It's the ISO cube for you, scummo, or whatever they call the criminals. Is it scummo? It's probably not scummo. Uh... uh. Wait, says Lou. They all looked up to see him holding a knife. The officers pulled their guns and locked them on Lou. It was me. I beat up those little punks. Have the marks to prove it. He lifted up his sleeves to reveal cuts and bruises, as if he was in a struggle. Son, just put the knife down, said the officer. Lou held up the knife and dropped it to the ground. He put his hands up and walked over to the cops. No, Lou. It was me. I did it. Jeff had tears running down his face. Huh, poor bro, trying to take the blame for what I did. Well, take me away. The police led Lou out to the patrol car. Lou, tell them it was me. Tell them. I was the one who beat up those kids. I'm Jeff's cool, mother it's put me. Her hands. <laughs> well, they're trying to do that thing where they both claim yeah. 
uh, where they both claim guilt for the for the for crime, the and so there's reasonable awesome doubt, crime. and so and so they can't. Yeah. Uh, where was I? Uh, I, I literally tell don't them know where Jeff's I was. mother put her. In. Oh yeah, Jeff's mother put her hands on his shoulders. Here we go. <sighs> Jeff, please, you don't have to lie. We know it's Lou. You can stop. Jeff watched, watched helplessly as the cop car speeds off, present tense again, with Lou inside. A few minutes later, Jeff's dad pulled into the driveway, seeing Jeff's face and knowing something was wrong. Son? Son, what is it? Jeff couldn't answer. His vocal cords were strained from crying. Instead, Jeff's mother walked his father inside to break the bad news to him as Jeff wept in the driveway. After an hour or so, Jeff walked back into the house seeing that his parents were both shocked, sad, and disappointed. He couldn't look at them. Both. Bo both of those three things. <laughs> no, no. Both of the parents were all three things. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> Listen, I'm not usually one to defend these stories, but... <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He couldn't see how they I thought of Lou when it was his fault. He, w he just went to sleep, trying to get the whole thing off his mind. Two days went by with no word from Lou at JDC. No friends to hang out with. Nothing but sadness and guilt. That is, until Saturday when Jeff woke up by his mother with a happy, sunshiny face. Okay, hold up. Jeff? <laughs> okay, what's that? They, without taking the parents down to fill out any paperwork, those cops literally took him from front door <laughs> to the juvenile <laughs> to detention jail. center. No trial, no fi no charges what? filed. No, p the parents were just like, "Well, yeah, that's how the rules work." Like, I guess it really I, is. I guess he goes to jail. It is Judge Dredd rules. He just gets a uh, hundred years in the ISO cubes or whatever. <laughs> anyway, go ahead, Jeff. It's the day, she said as she opened up the curtains and let light flood into his room. What? What's today? Asked Jeff as he stirs awake. Sure, asked as he stirs. Why not? Why, it's Billy's party. He was now fully awake. Mom! You're joking, right? You don't expect me to go to some kid's party after... There was a long pause. Every time I get the chance to say mom, I'm going to say it like that. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, we both know what happened. I think this party could be the thing that brightens up the past days. Now, get dressed. Jeff's mother walked out of the room and downstairs to get ready herself. Yes, her room's downstairs. He fought himself to get up. He picked out a random shirt and a pair of jeans and walked downstairs. He saw his mother and father all dressed up, his mother in a dress and his father in a suit. He thought, why? He thought, why would they ever wear such fancy clothes to a kid's party? Son, is that all you're going to wear? Said Jeff's mom. <laughs> Better than wearing too much, he said. His mother pushed down the feeling to yell at him and hit it with a smile. <laughs> oh, wow. Now, Jeff, we may be harsh, overdressed, harsh. but this is how you go if you want to make an impression, said his father. Oh, I did more of a mom voice for that. Jeff grunted and went back up to his room. I don't have any fancy clothes, he yelled from downstairs. Oh, he yelled downstairs. Just pick out something, called his mother. He looked around in his closet for what he would call fancy. 
He found a pair of black dress pants he had for special occasions and an undershirt. He couldn't find a shirt to go with it, though. He looked around and found only striped and patterned shirts, none of which go with dress pants. Huh? Uh, okay. Finally, he found a white hoodie and put it on. Ah, the classic uniform of Jeff the Killer, as everyone knows. You're wearing that, they both said, in unison, I'm assuming. His mother looked at her watch. Oh, no time to change. Let's just go to the neighbor's house, (laughs) which is a minute away at most. She said as she heard Jeff and his father out the door. They crossed the street over to Barbara and Billy's house. They knocked on the door and at it appeared that Barbara, just like his parents, way overdressed. What? Let's try this sentence again. <laughs> yeah. They knocked on the door, and at it appeared that Barbara, just like his parents, way overdressed. As they walked inside. Okay, as they walked inside, all Jeff could see were adults, no kids. The kids are out in the yard. Jeff... How about you go and meet some of them, said Barbara. Jeff walked outside to a yard full of kids. They were running around in weird (laughs) cowboy costumes and shooting each other with plastic guns. He might as well be standing in a Toys R Us. (laughs) Suddenly, a kid came up to him and handed him a toy gun and hat. I am 29 years old and I went to two Toys R Us's today and was so excited to be standing inside of them. Uh, hey, wanna play? He said. Ah, uh, um, no. Say this, Jed, Jed, you, ha- you, you have to say this like you have like a cigarette in your mouth and, <laughs> and, like, and wearing a trench coat and a, and a, and a fedora. Uh, dress pants and a hoodie, I think you mean. Oh, yeah, right. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, kid. I'm way too old for this stuff. The kid looked at him with that weird puppy dog face. Please, (laughs) said the kid. Fine, said Jeff. He put on the hat and started to pretend shoot at the kids. At first, he thought it was totally ridiculous, but then he started to actually have fun. It might not have been super cool, but it was the first time he had done something that took his mind off Lou. So he played with the kids for a while, until he heard a noise. A weird rolling noise. Then it hit him. Randy, Troy, and Keith all jumped over the fence on their skateboards. <laughs> Whoa. Jeff dropped the fake gun and ripped off the hat. Randy looked at Jeff with a burning hatred. Ah, uh, these guys are totally awesome. <laughs> this is sick. I don't know. They made like a big stink about how heavy that one kid was, and he just like <laughs> kick flipped over the fence. There's, there's like it's like, a video game with only one skateboard jump animation, even though there's fat bad guys and skinny bad guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hello, Jeff. Is it? He said. We have some unfinished business. Jeff saw his bruised nose. I think we're even. I beat the crap out of you, and you get my brother sent to JDC. Randy got an angry look in his eyes. Oh no, I don't go for even, I go for winning. You may have kicked our asses that one day, but not today. Wow, okay, they got stabbed and they're still coming after this guy. Wow, <laughs> that's that's dedication. Yeah, man, these are career bullies. <laughs> 
As he said that- Sh- Shit's about to get real. <laughs> as he said that, Randy rushed at Jeff. They both fell to the ground. Randy punched Jeff in the nose, and Jeff grabbed him by the ears and headbutted him. <laughs> what? Jeff pushed Randy off of him, and both rose to their feet. Kids were screaming, and parents were running out of the house. <laughs> they just can't handle this kids fighting. Uh-huh. Troy and Keith both pulled guns out of their pockets. <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> no one interrupts or guts will fly, <laughs> they said. Randy pulled the knife on Jeff and stabbed it into his shoulder. Jeff screamed and fell to his knees. Randy started kicking him in the face. <laughs> After three kicks, Jeff grabs his foot and twists it, causing... Oh, I get, he grabs Randy's foot. After three kicks, Jeff grabs his foot and twists it, causing Randy to fall to the ground. Jeff stood up and walked toward the back door. Troy grabbed him. Need some help? He picks Jeff up by the back of the collar and throws him through the patio door. As mm, Jeff, he's wearing a hoodie. <laughs> as Jeff tries to stand, he is kicked down to the ground. Randy repeatedly starts kicking Jeff until he starts to cough up blood. You know what? The undershirt has a collar. Come on, Jeff. Fight me. Okay, jeez. Ah, come on, Jeff. You, Jeff. You, Jeff. Uh, all on, right, I'll be, me. give me like 25 minutes. I think that's about how long it takes to get there. <laughs> come on, Jeff. Fight me. He picks up Jeff and throws him into the kitchen. Randy sees a bottle of vodka on the counter and smashes the glass over Jeff's head. <laughs> Fight! He throws Jeff back into the living room. <laughs> come on, Jeff. Look at me. <laughs> he just yells, fight. Jeff glances up, his face riddled with blood. I was the one who got your brother sent to JDC, and now you're just gonna sit here and let him rot in there for a whole year. You should be ashamed. Jeff starts well, guess, to get up. I guess those cops were exactly right. One year, the judge gave him his- <laughs> Well, it was knew. their decision, I guess. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's right. We're in uh, Judge Dredd universe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jeff the Killer happens in Judge Dredd universe. <laughs> for some reason- <laughs> This this is like Mega City Zero. It's right before everything really pops off in the <laughs> cyberpunk is, style. Well, this is a fancy neighborhood. This is a um, m- mega suburb zero. <laughs> oh yeah, perfect. Yeah, it's a uh, mega cul-de-sac one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, finally, you stand and fight. Jeff is now to his feet, blood and vodka on his face. Once again, he gets that strange feeling, the one in which he hasn't felt for a while. Well, that's a Finally! <laughs> yeah. Finally, he's up, says Randy, as he runs at Jeff. That's when it happens. Something inside Jeff snaps. His psyche is destroyed. <laughs> All rational thinking is gone. All he can do is kill. He grabs Randy and pile drives him into the ground. He gets on top of him and punches him straight in the heart. The punch causes Randy's heart to stop. As Randy gasps for breath, Jeff hammers down on him. Punch after punch. Blood gushes from Randy's body until he takes one final breath and dies. I mean, I know I was... I was joking when I made that Fist of the North Star reference earlier, but he just did it for real, actually. (laughs) Everyone is looking at Jeff now. The parents, <laughs> the crying kids, even Troy and Keith, who I guess you wouldn't even expect them. to be looking at him when he yeah, just murdered their even friend. Them. Even them. <laughs> <laughs> Although they easily break from their gaze and point their guns at Jeff. Sure, he just punched a dude's heart right out of his body, but I guess guns might stop him. 
Jeff sees <laughs> the guns trained on him and runs from the stairs. As he runs, Troy and Keith let out fire on him. That's not a phrase. Each shot missing, Jeff runs up the stairs. He hears Troy and Keith follow up behind. As they let out their final rounds of bullets, Jeff ducks into the bathroom. He grabs the towel rack and rips it off the wall. Rude. Troy and Keith race in. Knives ready. Oh, they've switched back. (laughs) <laughs> well, they let they let out their final well, rounds. Oh, I missed that true. before. <laughs> when I read it, when I read it before, I was like, "What? They just like dropped their guns?" But no, they they emptied their fucking clips. <laughs> well, at the listen, stairway. then when you get when you get close, when you get too close, you have to bring a knife to the fight, not a gun. That's why. That's yeah, true. you don't bring it's a gun C- to a knife C- fight. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's CQC. Yeah, Troy swings his knife at Jeff, who backs away and bangs the towel rack into Troy's face. Troy goes down. Hard. And now all that's left is Keith. He is more agile than Troy, though, and ducks when Jeff swings the towel rack. He dropped the knife and grabbed Jeff by the neck. He pushed him into the wall. A container full of bleach fell down on top of him from the top shelf. Uh, <laughs> Why do they keep... No, hold on a second. Hold on a no second. I have, to stop. I have to stop right here because I read this on creepypodsta.com and what it says on creepypodsta.com is an entire thing of bleach <laughs> oh, man. fell down on top of him. Pretty Should good. We've been reading that version oh, instead. <laughs> and, and literally well, right. I, just when it happened, I imagined uh, Ron Howard's voice coming in for narration. <laughs> A whole thing of bleach fell on to, on to get, for the Arrested Development fans in the audience. Uh, a container, sure a container of bleach fell down on top of him from the top shelf. Where it, you normally keep bleach. <laughs> it <laughs> it shelf. burnt both of them. <laughs> that's that's top shelf bleach. Let me tell you. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> it's the good stuff. Uh, it burnt the both of them, and they started to scream. Jeff wiped his eyes as best as he could. He pulled back the towel rack and swung it straight into Keith's head. As he lay there, bleeding to death, he let out an ominous smile. What's so funny? asked Jeff. Keith pulled out a lighter (laughs) and switched it on. (laughs) What's funny, he said, is that you're covered in bleach and alcohol. Is bleach flammable? (laughs) I don't know. No, I, uh... That was a portmanteau of I don't think so and no, and I think bleach is not flammable. Wait, where did you said I don't know? Where did the alcohol come from? Because I thought it was just a thing of bleach. Oh no, it's the vodka. Remember, he grabbed a bottle of vodka and smashed it over his head. You know the 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 forty percent alcohol vodka that's going to ignite (laughs) in flames. Um, uh, apparently you can mix it with stuff to make it explosive, but uh, it's not flammable on its own. So who knows how it reacts with vodka? Um. So, oh, bleach. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Uh, switched it. All right, and he switched it on the lighter. What's funny is that you're covered in bleach and alcohol. Jeff's eyes widened as Keith threw the lighter at him. As soon as the flame made contact with him, the flames ignited the alcohol in the vodka. While the alcohol burned him, the bleach bleached his skin. (laughs) Jeff let out a terrible screech as he caught on fire. He tried to roll out the fire, but it was no use. The alcohol had made him a walking (laughs) inferno. 
He ran down the hall and fell down the stairs. <laughs> Everybody <nice>. started screaming. <laughs> Everybody started screaming as they saw Jeff, now a man on fire, drop to the ground, nearly dead. The last thing Jeff saw was his mother and the other parents trying to extinguish the flame. That's when he passed out. How much vodka was in this bottle? <laughs> when Jeff, when like vodka's not even flammable on its own because it's mostly water. I... Anyway, when Jeff woke up, I... he had a cast wrapped around his face. He couldn't see anything, but he felt a cast on his shoulder and stitches all over his body. He tried to stand up, but realized that. But bleep blah. He tried to stand up, but realized that there was some tube in his arm, and when he tried to get it up, and when he tried to get up, it fell out and a nurse rushed in. Oh, hold on, hold on one sec. I just, I just can't shake, I just can't shake the idea that these parents just had, like, a bottle of Everclear out at, <laughs> I like, guess. The, the children's party. <laughs> yep, like a <laughs> jug of it, enough to soak two children. <laughs> And also, the anyway. IV just fell out of his arm. He moved a little bit, and the IV fell out. It <laughs> fell out. Is in there real tight. Uh, I don't think you can get out of bed just yet, she said, as she put him back in his bed and reinserted the tube. I don't think this person know, knows how IVs work. Um, Jeff sat there with no vision, no idea of what his surroundings were. Finally, after hours, he heard his mother. Honey, are you okay? She asked Jeff. Jeff couldn't answer, though. His face was covered and he was unable to speak. Oh, honey, I have great news. <laughs> After all the witnesses told the police that Randy confessed of trying to attack you, they decided to let Lou go. This made Jeff almost bolt up, stopping halfway, remembering the tube coming out of his arm. He'll be out by tomorrow, and then you two will be able to be together again. Okay. Um, isn't Randy the one whose heart exploded from punches? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, no! Randy is the one who got <laughs> pile-drived. He got pile-driven, I guess, and then he oh, got the fucking beat down. His... I see. The witnesses yeah. told the police that Randy confessed. <laughs> so the police were just like, oh, okay, that murder victim confessed to this other crime, so I guess we'll let that guy go. <laughs> Jeff's mother. Oh yeah, Jeff. because he did. He did, he did say at the party uh, that like. Yeah. Oh no, he he just said you beat our asses. He didn't say anything about them being the. <sighs> Who knows? I have no idea. Uh, all right. Okay. We'll we'll talk about it later. Je no, we won't. Jeff's mother hugs Jeff and says her goodbyes. <laughs> the next couple of weeks were those where Jeff was visited by his family. Then came the day where his bandages were to be removed. His family were all there to see it. What he would look like. As the doctors unwrapped the bandages from Jeff's face, everyone was on the edge of their seats. They waited until the last bandage holding the cover <laughs> over his face was almost this removed. It's my favorite part right here. It's bandaged over a mask. <laughs> can I, Jed, can, can I, because can, this is like my favorite part. Can, can, can I just do this one yeah, sentence sure. here? Yeah, swap the next two. Let's hope for the best. Said the doctor. <laughs> the doctor. 
He's like, oh, I hope I did a good job on your face. Let's hope for the best. I, I have no idea what it looks like. I really wasn't paying attention while I was doing it. So it's, it's you know, it's a toss up. I don't know. <laughs> I just imagine him like mugging at like the parents. Let's hope for the best. <laughs> um. All right. He quickly pulls the cloth, letting the rest fall from Jeff's face. <laughs> this doctor's like, no whammy, no whammy, no whammy, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Big money, big money, big money. <laughs> Jeff's mother right. screams at the sight of his face. Lou and Jeff's dad stare awestruck at his face. What? What happened to my face? Jeff said. He rushed out of bed and ran to the bathroom. I guess losing that IV again. He looked in the mirror and saw the cause of the distress. His face. It. It's horrible. His lips were burnt to a deep shade of red. His face was turned into a pure white color, and his hair singed from brown to black. <laughs> That's not how hair works. He slowly put his hand to his face. It had a sort of leathery feel to it now. Wow, that was he so looked fast. back at He looked back at his family and then back at the mirror. Jeff, said Lou. It's not that bad. <laughs> uh not that bad, said Jeff. It's perfect. <laughs> his family were equally surprised. Jeff started laughing uncontrollably. His parents noticed that his left eye and hand were twitching. It's simple. We kill the Batman. <laughs> uh, Jeff, are you okay? Okay. I've never felt more happy. Ha 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 ha. Look at me. <laughs> This face goes perfectly with me. <laughs> he couldn't, he couldn't stop laughing. He stroked his face, feeling it. <laughs> Looking at it in the mirror. What caused this? Well, you may recall when Jeff was fighting Randy, something in his mind, his sanity, snapped. Now, <laughs> something in there? Was this left, the sanity bit. Now, he was left as a crazy killing machine. That is, his parents didn't know. What? I love this I love this authorial voice coming in like, "Now kids, you might remember earlier in the story when I told you." It's like a freeze frame and someone walks in front of it like Zach Morris style. They're like, "Okay, well, in case you might might have forgot." Oh boy. Doctor, said Jeff's mom, is my son all right, you know, in the head? Oh, yes. This behavior is typical for patients that have taken very large amounts of painkillers. <laughs> if his behavior doesn't change in a few weeks, bring him back here, and we'll give him a psychological test. Uh, I don't think that's true. I think he would just be like, have trouble walking and peeing for a little bit, and then he'd be fine. <laughs> Oh, thank you, doctor. Jeff's mother went over to Jeff. Jeff, sweetie, it's time to go. Jeff looks away from the mirror, his face still formed into a crazy smile. K, mommy, ha ha ha! His mother took him by the shoulder and took him to get his clothes. This is what came in, said the lady at the desk. Jeff's mom came in. Jeff's mom looked down to see the black dress pants and white hoodie her son wore. 
now they were clean of blood and now stitched together. Mm. And not burnt to a crisp, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> who, who cleaned it and stitched it together? That's <laughs> madness. Jeff's mother led him to his room and made him put his clothes on. Then they left, not knowing that this was their final day of life. That's wow. a very strange way to say that sentence. Oh. Later that knife. <laughs> knife. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Shots. Crypt Keeper. Shots. Later that knife. Later that knife. <laughs> <laughs> Later that night, Jeff's mother woke to a sound coming from the bathroom. It sounded as if someone was crying. She she slowly walked over to see what it was. When she looked into the bathroom, she saw a horrendous sight. Jeff had taken a knife and carved a smile into his cheeks. Jeff, why so serious? Asked his mother. <laughs> uh, yeah, weirdly. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> this came out before The Dark Knight. Uh, oh, story. no way, really? Yeah, oh, the story's from wild. 2007. Uh, or the... It might have been, I maybe am remembering wrong. It might be that the image was first in 2007, and then this is from 2008. Oh, yeah, I'm sure the story was there. Um Jeff looked over to his mother. I couldn't keep smiling, Mommy. It hurt after a while. Now I can smile forever. Uh, no end quote there. Jeff's mother noticed his eyes yeah. ringed in black. Jeff, your eyes! His eyes were seemingly never closing. I couldn't see my face. I got tired and my eyes started to close. I burned out the eyelids so I could forever see myself. My new face. Jeff's mother slowly started to back away, seeing that her son was going insane. What's wrong, Mommy? Aren't I beautiful? <laughs> <laughs> uh, hold on, I have to sneeze. Ah, <coughs> uh, Jesus. Yes, son, she said. Yes, you are. L let me go get daddy so he can see <laughs> your face. She ran into the room and shook Jeff's dad from his sleep. Man, you gotta specify what room you mean. <laughs> Honey, get the gun. <laughs> we, we are gonna put this, we're gonna put this monstrosity down. <laughs> it's time to blow our son away. She stopped as she saw Jeff in the doorway holding a knife. Mommy, you lied. That's the last thing they hear as Jeff rushes them with a knife, gutting both of them. His brother Lou woke up, startled by something. He didn't hear anything else, so he just shut his eyes and tried to go back to sleep. As he was on the border of slumber, he got the strangest feeling that someone was watching him. He looked up before Jeff's hand covered his mouth. He slowly raised the knife, ready to plunge it into Lou. Lou thrashed here and there, trying to escape Jeff's grip. Shh, Jeff said. Just go to sleep. Yes, you did. You, you did say that. Uh, I like that I got to finish and end the story, and also that it was uh, as ridiculously bad as I expected it to be. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I, I have to confess that I read it earlier, as I said before. Uh, yeah, um, actually, this was <laughs> this was posted literally one month after The Dark Knight came out in theaters. <laughs> oh, really? August, well, of, there you August go. of 2008 by uh, yeah. user Killer Jeff in the Newgrounds forums. Oh, mm -hmm. no, you know what? Hold on. Wait a second. 
Um, yeah, it looks like October was when the creepypasta is from. That post was, uh, did not include the story. It was just the picture and the phrase Killer Jeff. So I, I just want to say, bef- before we go on, we're, you know, we're laughing. We're having a gas out here on, on, <laughs> on Creepypods to the pod, the Creepypasta podcast. Uh, but this is obviously written by a 13-year-old who is, like, just exercising their, you know, they're, like, they're, they're writing and, and how to create, like, a narrative thing. And they're doing that thing where they, you know, where, like, sort of everybody has the same voice and, and everything. You know, they all speak in, like, very dramatic terms and things like that. And so, like... You know, we're just we're just having a good old time laughing and hooting and hollering out here, but uh <laughs> but uh you know, this is uh obviously a kid who's trying to like uh uh build his his you know, his narrative capabilities and stuff like that. Whatever. And, this and, kid's in their mid twenties now. I'm sure they're yeah, just yeah, as yeah. embarrassed of the story as we are. Oh, I'm sure. And and, and I hope beyond all hope that this kid is now a fight choreographer because the fucking the best parts of the stories are the fucking mind-blowing <laughs> fights between these children the goddamn knife fights with the with the with like one like massive volley of bullets and like that's it for the guns and then it's knives and bleach and alcohol and fire oh my god and then like a, a walk with the towel rock. and then suddenly yeah. he went it's insane like and punched him in the heart <laughs> jesus I, I hope that this kid is writing fight scenes now, because, my God. <laughs> well, I wonder what, uh, like, karate movie came out in 2008. Is that around when The Raid came out? Probably not. This kid so might maybe, like, Hong The Raid or was something later like that? than that. You know, this kid was probably just watching anime. Yeah, The Raid was 2011. This kid was probably just watching anime based on the description of the, uh, like, twitching and the um, overall aesthetic of every outfit described and uh yeah the definitely the heart punch that makes someone explode with blood <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah definitely fist of the north star and he probably had just seen the dark knight with the with the mouth cutting and everything oh boy what a ludicrous story um yeah. I, and then to like to like have it all be based on just like an image macro that got shared like you know a bunch of times and like late night threads on 4chan right uh, uh, yeah, I think it started on 4chan. I just closed the Know Your Meme page for some reason. Uh, uh boy. Oh, well. It's impossible to know anything about anything <laughs> on the internet. Did you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't really have much to say about the story that we didn't say in Crappy Pastas when we, uh, covered it. Um, a year and a half ago? <sighs> Jesus. Uh, I am curious about the origins, though. I did not look that up. It looks like it was first posted on YouTube. What, this story? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. When? Uh, in 2008. Oh, oh, right. In That's right. The, f- right. the fall of 2008. Uh-huh. Uh, Wait, was someone reading it seriously, or was it the author, or was it... Or was it just, like, text? <laughs> I don't know. No, I think it was a re- uh, reading of the story, like, the first way it was ever presented um, uh, oh, was... I wonder if it is, then, like, the, the author, or, like, maybe a friend of the author or something like that. 
Um, so it looks like the character was established with the Photoshop and the Newgrounds post by someone saying, Hi, I'm Killer Jeff with the username Killer Jeff. And then the YouTube video was the first known story about the character, which was this story. Right. But, <sighs> but like before the that post on, on Newgrounds, that, that picture must have circulated on, like, 4chan or something. Yeah, it was used in Screamers. Uh, the first known use of the image originates from a Japanese YouTube video from August 2nd, 2007. Um, right, okay. And the video yeah. is embedded, but I'm not gonna watch it, because it doesn't occur until <laughs> 4 minutes and 11 seconds. Oh, uh, yeah. Screamers still get me, too. I don't, I can't, I can't, I can't live with that kind of... Yeah, my heart. <laughs> I'm really glad that that fad went away because I hate yeah. those. Although I guess it just Gross. got compartmentalized, and that's what Five Nights at Freddy's is. It's just a screamer that you go into willingly. Yeah, uh, I do like Five yeah. Nights at Freddy's uh, though, but 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 it's the videos where they try and like fake you out, you know? Where yep. oh no, no it's thanks. Like, oh, here's nice soft music and a poem in very small font. Or <laughs> yeah, and so you have to like look. Yeah, or worse when it's like, um, um, like you'll lull when you see it or whatever, and it circles a very <laughs> small portion of the picture. That's one of the Where examples there's not on even the page. anything in there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I remember the old, old ones, like before YouTube, when, when they used to link you to a site with a video where yep. it would, you know, like you're supposed to watch this car that's like driving, and then the car starts to drive into the distance, and it asks you to like follow the car. And then, like, you put your face closer to the screen, and then all of a sudden, just like, Yep. Yeah. Uh, it used the girl from The Ring a lot, I feel like. Uh, I remember one that used just, like, Pazuzu from The Exorcist. That's a pretty good one. I want, yeah. let me, I want to Google Screamers. I bet there's a Wikipedia there's page a, about there's a really, Screamers. Really good, <laughs> I'm sure there's there a really, is. really good one. I'm going to spoil it for you right now, but there's a really, really good one. I can't remember what the name of it is, but if you look up, like, a some kind of Korean, like, Screamer comic, um, there's this comic that I read, like, I don't know, it must have been, like, seven years ago or more now. Um and it's just like a, it's like a panels, like a, like in a comic. But when you get, but it's like, is it really long? Yeah, yeah. But when you get to a certain, yeah, I remember. Yeah, this. yeah. When it gets to a certain point, it starts animating. Like you're looking the yeah. whole time. It's just like comic, comic, we comic. Co and you we get covered to this, this on the show, I think. Oh, did you? Yeah, I think we covered. Um, oh, I I don't remember the name of it, but yeah, there's a couple different comics where it's like. Very, very spooky, and I didn't know it animated at first, because it doesn't work on phones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scary stuff. <sighs> well, anyway, thanks for um, listening to 100 episodes of this for two years. Um, I don't know why you did that, but thanks. Thank you, I appreciate it a lot. Hooray! Oh, the, the Know Your Meme page for internet streamers was added... Um, was added three years ago. Uh, that seems recent. Um, huh. Top entries this month is the Fist of the North Star meme that I referenced earlier in the uh, episode. Huh. Is that making a uh, recurrence or something? Uh, probably. I, I guess so. It's the one of the top entries on Know Your Meme this month. Hmm. Huh. I, I also wanted to say I got the sense that the, um, again, more more sort of like uh, uh, uh apologetics for the for the author i i feel like with with 
with how the whole like sort of narrative structure of the thing is, is you know, it's very, it's very young writer. There's a lot of like over explaining of, of, of things like that. But he says like JDC, like real, like real snappy, just like that, almost expecting like the reader to know what it is. And I, and I feel like that, that probably like I could very much be wrong, but I feel like that might be the case that, you know, this kid is maybe dealing with these kinds of like, you know, the psychological issues that are going on in this. And he just like knows JDC or maybe he has a friend that like went to juvenile, uh, you know, I guess it stands for juvenile detention center. Yeah. Um, it's very clear that it's written by a kid who doesn't know that all of the like slang and par- particular uh, specifics about their life aren't universal. Yeah. 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 Like what? Like like the moment when you realize that a certain kind of sandwich you can only get in the town that you live and nowhere else, yeah. and that yeah. applies for everything in this story. It's like trying to order yeah. Taylor ham outside of New Jersey, and people are like, "What?" Or is, trying is to that? call it pork roll in yeah. North Jersey, like I do. Pork roll. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, that's what it's called. No, it, that's no, what it's, it's called. No, this is a conversation <laughs> for a different time. But no, no, it's not. It's a it's <laughs> brand association. It's the Taylor brand even says pork roll right on the package. Anyway, bye. Uh, that's <laughs> that's it. That's it for this episode. Go to sleep. Oh, you know what? No, let's Go do plugs. Sleep. I should do plugs, even though <laughs> no. it's an unusual episode. Um, it's an unusual and special episode, but I should still tell everyone that they can follow me on Twitter, J3FK, uh, patreon.com slash JeffJK, where you can hear me reading stories uh, alone and without giggling. Um I just uploaded to today. Um, you have to sign up for at least $1 a month to find out what they are. Oh, you can also follow me on Instagram, JeffJK. Uh, oh, join the Creepypodsta fan group on Facebook, where we like to have discussions. Especially now that it's October, I'm probably going to start posting threads for the movie, the movies I'm watching. Uh, the one I'm going to watch... We're recording this two days before the beginning of Halloween month, um, and my first movie I've already uh, chosen uh, from the library is 2017's A Cure for Wellness, directed by Gore Verbinski, and it's probably extremely bad, but I wanted to go see it in theaters and skipped it, so I'm excited to watch that as my first spooky marathon movie. Um, Phil, where can the people find you? The people, the good, good people, they can find me on Twitter at Kid Corso. Uh, uh, that is my handle on Twitter. Um, yeah, just say hello. Once you go there, you'll find out all about me, including my 3DS friend code. <laughs> Judd, how about you? Uh, you can find me Twitter, Cephalic Uh I also have Instagram, but I hardly use it. Um, but if you do follow me there, you're just going to get a bunch of pictures of my dog. So enjoy that. Oh, also just really quick. Uh, I want, if, if anybody lives in a place where you see commercials for optimum in a little while, you'll see a commercial about, uh, being football poor that you can hear my voice on. Whoa, pretty cool. Nice. Yeah. 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 Um, it was I, my first, yeah, I'm a voice actor. Uh, I'm doing uh doing commercials and i booked my first big job about two months ago and so that that should be making its way to tv soon is this a um a national television commercial 
I mean, I don't know if it's national because Optimum is yeah only in certain places, but uh, they might but uh, yeah, they I, might go for an Optimum package. I was just reading how Sonic Drive-In does this because they're available in fifty out of or uh, like forty-five out of the fifty states. So they're just like, wow, oh, yeah? we'll just run it nationally, even though not everyone can get it. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make everybody who who isn't there jealous. So yeah, go go. Apparently, it. it's cheaper to do that. Anyway, uh, I'll keep an eye out for that. Even yeah, though yeah. I don't watch much live television. Um, uh, that's all we have for this one. Goodbye, go to sleep, and thank you.